Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. We're going to visit now with a gentleman that you probably have met in uh, several different roles. Previously, he was uh, administrator, advisor at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection, uh, currently CEO of Cooperative Network. And uh, prior to that, something that many of you are familiar with, he was a dairy farmer himself. Dan Smith is in studio with us. And like I mentioned, uh, you may have come in contact with Dan a lot of different ways. Now we're introducing you to him as an author. Dan, thanks for stepping in. Talk to me a little bit about how you got here. Um, I, like I said, I've personally known you for a long time, but explain for people the the passion for the industry that you've always had. It's carried you through your career, and now it kind of uh, exposes itself through your writings. Tell us a little bit about your background. Sure, and thank you, Pam, for having me here today. Um, as many of your listeners, I grew up in agriculture, grew up on a family dairy farm near Freeport, Illinois, uh, went to the University of Wisconsin after graduating and meeting my wife there. We moved back to the family farm in 1978, and I farmed the farm from 1978 to 2008, so a 30-year career as a dairy farmer, both a confinement dairy and a 100-cow ro uh, rotational grazing dairy. Um, in 2008, we made the difficult decision that many farmers have to make at some point in their lives I call it kind of hitting the 30-year wall, Pam, of we simply couldn't do the physical work anymore. Our children were grown and on to their own careers. Um, I know this resonates with a lot of people when they hit that part of their life. We decided at that time, and I was 55 years old at that time, that we would make a change so that I could start a separate career. We loved the Madison area because we both went to university here. We decided to buy a small farm in Iowa County, so we liquidated the entire family farming operation in Illinois. And I want to point out how difficult that is, how emotional that is. Those are tough decisions. You know, Pam, the year that I started dairy farming in 1978, there were 47,700 licensed dairy farms in the state of Wisconsin. Now we're at about 6,500. So my story that I've tried to tell in my book, Ancestral, through poetry, is not unique to me. It, is, it doesn't have any value because this is my story. If it has a value, and I think it does, it's the story of all those thousands of dairy farmers who had to find uh, the way to say, we're going to change how we live, whether we want to or we're being forced to or whatever is making that decision, um, and I tried to put that in a way that relates to people. You know, we can study the business of agriculture. We can look at spreadsheets and business reports and stuff. But there is a reason the word culture is in agriculture. And that culture of land ethic, of our work heritage, of our um, ancestry on the land is so important. And that's why I tried to capture that in poems that had been written over 40 years in agriculture um, and also by drawing from some of the experience I had working with farmers across the state as a financial counselor for DATCAP, 
their stories as well and pulling them into the book so it isn't just about me. It's about the farmers and the farm families. Well, and for that very reason, it's a very easy read. If you're looking for a Christmas gift for someone or you want to expand your own library, Ancestral, it's just 99 pages long. It is available through Water's Edge Press out of Sheboygan. How long ago, you mentioned 40 years ago that you started kind of compiling these poems, but how long ago did you actually get serious about putting it to a binding and sharing it with the general public, Dan? Well, I've published in various places ever since the late 1990s. The oldest poem in this book is actually written, it's called Between Generations, actually written in high school. The newest poem in the book was just written a couple months ago. And there are poems in here that, that talk about the pandemic and those types of things. So it really spans my entire life. And then when I noticed that I had a manuscript of this size, length, and hopefully this depth that would really speak to people, I became very serious about finding a publisher. And I was very fortunate to find Water's Edge Press very quickly, and they totally understood what I was saying because it's a Wisconsin publishing company and they really, uh, Wisconsin Press, they really understand the Wisconsin voice. Boy, and I'll tell you, uh, having read it, it really will resonate with a lot of different people, not just those in agriculture, but you worked very hard to draw in the non-farm consumer. And I've got to say, in a very unique way, try to educate them about the raw guts and emotion of agriculture. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've been giving some readings around, and I'm very pleased to say that there were farmers in the audience. And I know there were farmers in the audience that had never gone to a poetry reading before, but my poetry readings actually are more like talks about agriculture and what we're all dealing with in a changing agricultural environment. But uh, I was moved that I saw farmers so moved that came up to me afterwards with tears in their eyes and said, I know what you're saying. That's how I feel. Well, and that's uh, one of the things that I said to Dan. You will come to a full stop after some of these pieces because of the stories that it weaves, many of which, unfortunately, Dan, strike a tragic note about what's been happening in agriculture. Exactly. We all know that there are fewer and fewer farms, dairy farms, every year in Wisconsin. We all know who have worked in it, how hard it is. And I really wanted to pay tribute to the work and in, in that is involved in agriculture, that getting up every day, reporting to the barn, going back 12 hours later, doing it again 365 days a year, the, how that wears you down uh, mentally and physically over the years. But you do it because you love it so much, the culture of agriculture. And when you get to the point that I did, where you make a decision not to do it anymore, there's no way to minimize how difficult that decision is. And it takes a while to kind of, as I have, a, I have a line in one of my poems about the decision, and it ends with that I finally washed up onto good soil and have found legs enough to walk. And that's very much what I, fi- I hope farmers continue to do if they do reach this point where the farm does not continue or they need to do something else, either physically or financially, or they simply maybe want to do something else, um, that they can make that decision. And I hope these poems will show them they're not alone. That's what we really tried to tell people when I was working as a counselor for uh, the Department of Agriculture. You're not alone. Everyone is going through this. Um, Mental health is very important. Physical health is very important. 
let's talk about these things. And if this book helps people talk about those things, I will be very proud of the book. Well, and one of the stories that you share, although, as you point out, it's kind of a compilation of a lot of different heart-wrenching conversations you had over the phone, face-to-face, over a kitchen table, while families agonized with these decisions. And not all outcomes were good. Right. When I was, I spent three years at the Department of Agriculture before I became an administrator there for five years. I spent three years as a financial and crisis counselor through the Farm Center and met at the kitchen table with farm families all across the state. And I had credibility with those families because I had walked in their shoes. One, I had farmed. Two, I had made the difficult decision to leave farming. Three, I had recreated myself into a different career. I heard lots of times a farmer say, well, I can't do anything but farm. Well, if you can farm, you can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And the world very much needs your talent. And I tried to um, really show people that. And then in my poems, their voices just stayed in my head, their emotion, their commitment to the land and to their work. And I, it meant a lot to me to go home and try to capture that, capture those emotions, that commitment to agriculture and, and the, the land ethic that we've all kind of built. If you're just joining us, this is Dan Smith. Now, many of you may recognize Dan as current CEO of the Cooperative Network or previously as administrator and counselor at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Some of you may recall when he was farming himself. Today, he's in studio with me talking about his book, Ancestral. Again, it's available through Water's Edge Press out of Sheboygan. We'll get more details on how you can acquire a copy yourself. I got to ask you personally, Dan, tell me, what you felt like as the, as you was, were birthing this book. For me, telling the story of Wisconsin agriculture is cathartic. I mean, this, this is my gig. This is, I, hopefully people understand, this is how I express my passion. But sometimes you have to tell those uh, not-so-good stories, too. But, I mean, we are very connected emotionally to our work. Yeah. What did it feel like when you got done with this? Well, I wanted to speak in a voice that, which others could read and feel not only empathy for, but to feel that that is how they felt, that it would speak in their voices, reflect their commitment to their farms and their land. I also wanted to make it for my grandchildren and future generations because, um, you know, the, the title's Ancestral. Well, the ancestral home, and at the front of the book is a picture of the farmhouse my parents moved into in 1941, um, that that land for, in the family has been severed. And I made that decision to do that. Lots of other families are going to have to deal with that same thing. So not only did the book help me conceptualize and deal with the d- difficult decisions that Cheryl and I made to move on our lives, but It will always be in my grandchildren's hands and other people in my family so that it kind of catalogs that whole existence of farming on a family farm, even when the farm is no longer in the family. Eloquent stories told to appeal to those of us that have been in agriculture our entire lives, uh, those that are have a, a, maybe a romantic image about agriculture, those that want to know more about agriculture. Dan, how can people acquire a copy of Ancestral? So you can go to your local bookstore and ask them to, if they don't have it in stock, and most local bookstores do have Ancestral in stock. 
um, they can order it for you. You can go online to watersedgepress.com and order from them. You can visit my website, danielgerardsmith, all one word, dot com, or you can go on Amazon. I hope you'll support your local bookstore, but whichever way that you can, um, I would appreciate your support. Wonderful stories. Not all necessarily with the outcomes you expect, but definitely true to what agriculture is all about. Dan Smith, a servant to agriculture in Wisconsin for many years, now sharing those stories through his book, Ancestral. Like I said, available online or at your local bookstore. Beautiful book and wonderful idea for the holiday season or for someone uh, that could use reminding about their background, how they grew up in agriculture, or as Dan said, for the next generation that needs to be grounded to what has built Wisconsin. Ancestral and Dan Smith.